0: Hello, and welcome to GARCAST. This week we decided to have a bit of a filler episode, um, thought we'd discuss what got us into the wonderful medium that we talk about. Um, as usual, with us is Boris. Hello. Eleanor. Hello. And Tom. Yeah, Good Um So, who wants to start, I guess?
1: Well, you're hosting us, you can lead the way. <laughs>
0: um, oh, mine's really boring. Um... <laughs> <laughs> So, like, um, oh, he's has good for years. Um, beginning of high school, so like 2009, um, my, a good friend of mine, um, was starting to get into narrative, like the manga. And mm-hmm. so I essentially just, um, got into that with him and pretty much just read that for a few years. Then, um, on a whim, I think I just picked up like um, the anime of it, and then just binged all of that that was in English, I think, and then moved on um, to, I think, I think it must have been like Attack on Titan when that came out, but I moved on to that, and then got a load of friends into it, and it was just essentially like each of us getting into different shows, um, mm. and then. That's it, really, for, like, the general actual beginnings of it. I was wondering how you, how you all, like, initially got started into it. I mean, there's obviously more in how I developed, but...
1: We can get to that in a little bit, I guess.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah, in my case, I'm uh, not even sure if I can count that, but um, that would start, like, probably me being, like, three or four years old with the... um. European uh, Japanese co-productions uh, mm-hmm. that they had uh, for example uh, Vicky the Viking um, like the Bee Maya I don't know how it's called in English probably um, Alfred Yudoku's Quack which was the like, a very cute little duck uh, anime and these were all like either for example German Japanese co-productions Netherlandish Japanese and so these were all like 70s shows that were still having reruns and so Mm. Like a whole generation uh, grew up on them. Um, but they had a sort of very Western feel to them. Um, but uh, sort of a more anime-ish style. Um, but I remember really loving them. Especially uh, Vicky the Viking. Which probably also uh, spurned my love for everything Scandinavian culture-ish. <laughs> because I think it's based on a Swedish children's book. I think. Um yeah, but uh which probably also led to my love of One Piece later on because as Oda told in one of his um like uh SPS, SPS fan pages that uh One Piece is based upon or sort of he got the idea from Vicky the Viking. And if you know about that then you will find a few uh like parallels. For example that the the, the little Viking like the Viking son uh, gets his first helmet from his dad and it's like sort of the same way uh, that uh, Ruffy, uh, Luffy Luffy gets his uh, straw hat. Alright. Uh, so yeah, uh, the, these were like Viking adventures, like sort of episodic thing that had, but also reoccurring villains and was a sort of uh, like episodic show, but uh, had some bigger arcs uh, in them. So uh, even then you you could already see the like, sort of shonen y uh, structures that the was the inspiration that it was drawing mm-hmm. from the shonen, yeah, exactly. Uh, so, these were like very early beginnings, like, uh, even before elementary school, like, probably th- aged three to five. Uh, but then, uh, I got into manga, like, uh, then, especially One Piece. No, wait, um, they uh, German television had a a block. Uh, like an afternoon block of um, Yu-Gi-Oh, like the, the first one, uh, One Piece, uh, Detective Conan, or I think Case Closed, it's called uh, in America. Mm-hmm. Uh, sort of like a, the like very classic shows. Like um, I think I missed the time of Sailor Moon and uh, Dormy. I think it was just a hint before my time. Uh, but I wasn't into these uh, like magical girl shows uh, either. But I just remember them uh, existing. So, uh, yeah, so so I would say, like, the, the, the very first phase, then the second phase was these, uh, like, afternoon blocks of anime that I watched. Uh, and that got me into the, uh, which got me into manga, because I then noticed, wait a second, this One Piece show is based on a book, and the book is already out, and I can read that, so I don't have to wait for another episode. And then I just stormed onwards and read all of the One Piece mangas that were released until that day, which was somewhere around Water 7. Uh, and then, sort of, yeah, just jumped into anime from there. Uh, but I only found a few things on the internet, so yeah, the, uh, most of my uh, like teenage years are uh, reading manga. And then, really, back into anime, I got I think it's around two thousand thirteen, which was the hype of Attack on Titan, mm-hmm. which was all over the place and was, I think, uh, completely impossible to escape yeah and, no definitely <laughs> yeah and so I thought well this looks interesting I haven't been really into anime lately so could probably watch that and it completely blew me away um, probably because I hadn't seen the recent evolvings uh, of anime and this is why I, I hold Attack on Titan a bit close to my heart I know that it's not the best show out there but it, it pulled me back into the medium so uh, I can I, I appreciate that uh, and I have a soft spot for it still. I'm very excited for season two. Um, yeah, but so sort of, uh, up until 2013, I then got back into stuff and checked out seasonals, checked out a few classics that I missed uh, over the years, uh, and yeah, since then uh, I'm there here.
3: Hmm. Cool stuff. I think for for me, it was pretty similar to yours, Elena, mm-hmm. where it was that one um, afternoon block. Where we had stuff like Dragon Ball, One Piece, Yu-Gi-Oh, and of course Mm -hmm. Dragon Ball Z, which eventually became the best thing ever for me back then. (laughs) 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 Uh, That was around the time, I think, I was for the first time made aware of anime as a term, and that it's all from Japan, and all of these things that I like are from the same place. Mm -hmm. Um. So for the longest time, it was just me watching whatever was on German television, like, except for Sailor Moon, because you can't watch Sailor Moon if you're a boy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> then there was, weirdly enough, there the music channels on German television, MTV. And oh yeah,
2: MTV had um, anime as well, like late in the evening, like Wolf yeah, Rain and, they and had Helsing.
3: late night stuff, like... Mm-hmm. Well, Helsing uh Cowboy Bebop was there is that was the first oh, time I, I watched that. that. Damn. Um they had guns, which was <laughs> very <laughs> different. <laughs> Hyperviolence and all that. Um What else? Yeah, Helsing, Escaflowne, Samurai Champlu is also there. Um oh, the I first?
2: completely missed that, sadly. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to get back in time. Watch all of that.
3: Cowboy Beep was worth it. And mm-hmm. the first anime I think I saw that, that was not just on television was probably Gurren Lagan, which was mm-hmm. just on YouTube back in the day, because you could just find entire anime series on YouTube back then.
0: Yeah.
3: <laughs> um, from then on, I just kind of watched a show here and not here and like random stuff that I just found on whatever sites. Uh, my friends got really into Naruto around that time. I never actually had the patience to watch all of it. <laughs> but, but I know remarkably a lot about Naruto for someone who has never watched it. <laughs> um, what was the next thing? Oh yeah, and basically the same as for you. It was 2013 attack on titan (laughs) was the first time i was aware of seasonals and watching stuff as it was airing which is also why i as well have a soft spot for attack on titan um (laughs) and that was also when i made my animalist account and it's all downhill from there
1: (laughs) (laughs) well i guess i'm gonna break from the mold a little bit um I start off in a fairly similar sense, you know, back home, Ireland, watching things like um, Zoids, uh, which was on TV, got the UK airing of Zoids, and uh, Digimon.
2: Oh yeah, Digimon. Of yeah.
1: yeah, which I watched at like three, four years old, I think I was, and then we moved over here and i saw yugioh when i was about five or six and we got the cards as kids and we had no idea how to play but <laughs> we loved the <this laughs> show and all that kind of stuff um but i never had any knowledge that it was from japan and then aside from seeing like the odd pokemon thing i didn't see like any anime oh and some more digimon um in between then i didn't really see anything that was anime and then it wasn't until 2012 uh sorry, two thousand eleven where a whole bunch of friends of mine were sort of in intermediate school, and they were watching the show called Naruto, which was on mm-hmm. late at night on like cartoon network, I think it was um same thing. I wasn't able to start out that late. I had a stricter family, so I read Naruto uh on a Kindle the Kindle web browser. I would read Naruto on that uh mm-hmm. which was a little bit funny. And then for, for about a year, I just read all kinds of manga. So I read things like Elfin Lead and Toradora and Naruto. And I tried things like One Piece and Bleach and bits and pieces like that. And then ending towards the end of 2012, a couple of my friends were really into the show that was airing online. This show's name was Sword Art Online. And <laughs> that is how I got into anime. <laughs>
3: <laughs> that's tragic it
1: is tragic <laughs> um, so I, while I don't hold quite the same fondness for Sword Art Online as you guys might hold for Attack on Titan I don't <laughs> hate it outright because it, it's what introduced me to this medium like above everything else and from there um, because internet was rubbish here until the last couple of years I would get a lot of my shows via flash drive for a friend would give them to me and these were shows i had like no idea what they were
2: <laughs> so
1: sort of my first two years of proper anime watching was a weird mix of things because he'd get these like weird like mid 2000s short series of like adaptions of light novels or visual novels or whatever that were always like kind of weird and janky So I got this kind of skewed perception of what anime was until I was able to get into proper streaming and sort of see what more of it was out there. Mm -hmm. Mm. And then I suppose I could talk about sort of my middle years until now, if we want to get into that stuff. Yeah, Yeah, so 2013, was it 2014, 2015? I was very, very ill uh, for a long time. Uh, with scarlet fever, and even when I was past that, I was still getting ill because I had a lot of uh, a pretty poor immune system. So then I would stay at home all day and feel like playing games and feel like doing schoolwork and feel like talking to people. So I would watch anime naturally. I wanted to watch shows that made me feel a bit happier. So for about two years, all I watched was Shock Horror Surprise Traitor Tom. Watched Cutesy Moe shows, pretty much.
2: Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> How dare you! Top 10 anime portrayals. Um, <laughs> Moe on the Garcast! <laughs> How did this happen? We had but, them yeah. all.
1: <laughs> And then I think it was late 2015. Not, no, it was early 2015. Yes, yeah, so, yeah, early 2015. Uh, we went off on a trip for biology class to do some stuff. Was it 2016? No, early 2015. I uh, we went off on a trip for biology class, and I'd sort of seen this episode of this kind of show, and we all sort of sat down for the night, and I was like, I want to watch this. So, me and four other people, all huddled around under a blanket around a laptop, uh, booted a crunchy roll, and we watched the first few episodes of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, Stardust Crusaders. And no. we all had, like, a blast until, you know, the teacher came in and busted us for being up late watching stuff online. <laughs> um, but, yeah, and then that's how I sort of – I would watched other shows and stuff before that. Like, I had just started watching Mecca because I'd gotten in my head that Mecca was bad for some reason before then. I don't know. Um, this and I'd seen shows like – <laughs> <laughs> and i'd seen shows like bebop and champloo and all those other kinds of things and i realized i liked those a lot more and was a lot more engaged with them than these slice of life shows or these more maui cutesy shows because i, I felt more invested and more excited by them and then well shit look at me now <laughs> here you are hmm.
2: Like we can all talk about the the sins of our past uh, taste wise, <laughs> if we want to, but uh, I want to take just just, just a little uh, detour because what I noticed is that every one of us has somehow a relation to Naruto, um, for <laughs> oh, a, yeah. as a sort of pull in uh, thing uh, f- for me as well. Naruto um, is the key but...
3: to all of this.
2: <laughs> he has been pulling strings all along, um, but uh. I think this could be interesting because I think it has become an internet joke that is the German opening of the Naruto anime. And uh, (laughs) I can tell the tale because I was there. I... (laughs) Naruto. Believe it. Uh, I saw that that on television. (laughs) (laughs) It was there. And I think you can't find these episodes because not only was the OP... I think not. No, Wait, they have to take a second detour, like um, because it was an afternoon block where also Naruto aired with all these other shows like One Piece, YuYu and such. Um, they had to be uh, edited, so sort of a cut a bit. But in One Piece case, it was just that the super bloody scenes were removed. But it was, all uh, it was sweat it, instead it was of blood.
3: Like everyone was sweating a lot.
2: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, but but they didn't do any edits, so it was just like, um, like cut in in some places. Um, but it didn't disturb me back then, and so even the the manga was uh, looked even more beautiful in my eyes because oh, it has violence in it. Um, uh, but sort of they, they weren't edited. That, that, that is my point. They didn't do anything with the picture; they just removed scenes. But with the Naruto anime uh, that ran in the same block, they were retouched uh, how, how you say um, like redrawn uh, and really, really badly. And the thing is that I can't find these redone episodes on the internet anymore because I would love to show them. It was the fight um where the, our three guys, Konoha team have to take down uh Kakashi. Uh, and, um, he makes an illusion that, uh, Sakura sees Sasuke, like, completely beaten up and, uh, like, uh, with, with all sorts of stuff sticking out of him, um, and sort of, he looks really bad, uh, this scene, I remember it seeing on television, what, looked like it had been repainted with Microsoft Paint. Like, <laughs> okay. like, some, like someone took the normal blue that you find in Microsoft Paint and just scribbled it all over Sasuke's blue shirt. Like, it looked really bad. Like, uh, I, and back then, even, I thought, like, wait a second, that does look awful. And, if, and I don't know why Naruto was the only thing that got this treatment because none of the other got it. Uh, like, so, yeah.
1: Because yeah, I remember probably... I watched. Uh, sorry, I watched like uh, a couple of episodes of Naruto with friends here, and so we got the American edits, which were which were fairly decently decent quality, just a little awkward at times. So like, rather than cut a scene of someone smoking, they would just. Like paste a kunai over them, <laughs> so oh, okay. it looked a little bit weird. <laughs> and then, yeah, yeah, at times you would get like weird painting errors with the background, as they sort of would got like the wrong color or didn't get the shading right, and it'd be like, hang on. But it was generally pretty good.
2: Yeah, and I still don't know why Naruto was the only one that got treated so so badly, because that that was taken off the air then pretty quickly. And uh, because of the huge backlash that mm. happened um, and and then they, they just had a, a DVD release uh, which uh, specifically said on the cover like 100% uncut and, and stuff um, and then I think Shippuden was the one who really came back because I don't remember Naruto running properly on television
3: wasn't but Naruto all... also edited to no one could say the word kill in the German version i think that was also something that bothered my friends back then
2: yes what did i remember a thing there was the fight gara versus um sasuke um where he hits through the sand barrier and i think he says uh, normally i think in the japanese version he screams my blood that's my blood Uh, uh and the german one was terribly awkward i don't know what he says uh Ah, oh, I remember now that... Ah, oh, it's coming back now. <laughs> Help. Flashbacks. Uh, yeah. I yes. Remember that I remember no, that... Thing... No one
3: can ever get killed in Naruto. You could only get defeated. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I remember it. <laughs> it
2: was... Um, Kakashi said something. Um, it was like, uh, if we're going to fail this mission, we could get killed. That was the Japanese dub. But um, in the English, uh, in the German one, it was, uh, if, we, uh, if we fail this mission... It's going to be really bad. <laughs> and, and, but but the reaction shots are still the same. So everyone reacts to the words, this is going to be bad, like really over the top. <laughs> yes, oh, God, I, re- I completely forgot about all of these things. Mm, why? Geez. God, why?
3: Also, like it, the one screenshot where they edited out uh, Sabusa's sword, where it's like oh, lodged yeah. in a tree. And in the German version, he's just standing on nothing. In the middle of the air. Uh, I think that one is quite well known as well.
2: Yes, that that I have seen on... Is that that uh, where it comes from? Damn. Yep. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like, yeah, the equivalent of the American One Piece for kids version is the the German Naruto version.
0: (laughs) Oh, dear. That sounds interesting. See, I never experienced that because I didn't have um, cable at home until I was about eight, so... Never really saw anything on TV when I was really young. Um, I think the most would have been like Pokemon, probably. Mm-hmm. Uh, but even that I was like ten that I was. How old I was? So really young exposure to it was pretty much non-existent. It was all like VHS tapes that we had that were just like really old Western cartoons and like children's shows. So. Oh really? Like, yeah.
1: No, because we um. um uh, just in Clonmel in Ireland, we got some BBC channel, and that was where I watched, like I said, Zoids and Digimon. All right. Yeah.
0: This is, this is true. We never had that because, <laughs> like, I mean, maybe it's just because the only BBC channels we had access to were BBC One and BBC Two for about, well, I don't know, eight years or so. So. Oh wow. And and then they discontinued the service, so we had to get cable. Um, well you and even the then, a TV it was, license? Yeah, and even then it was, like, Freeview, so you didn't really have that many channels, even though it looked like loads. And then that's how I got, like, a lot of the children's channels. Um, so that's where I would have seen, like, Pokemon. I think I saw some Yu-Gi-Oh.
1: Actually, now that um, you mention it, we've mm-hmm. got... I've got a Freeview box now, which you need mm-hmm. here, because they discontinued the analog TV, like, two yeah. years ago, which was pretty recently um all right but there's because it's here in New Zealand there's a Maori TV channel and they of course they air a lot of stuff just in English as well and air different kinds of things but they've dubbed a few things into Maori and one of the ones <laughs> right. I saw the other day was oh. a Maori dubbed One Piece which was fun oh, wow yeah <laughs> they did a surprisingly good job cuz is a pretty limited
2: language <laughs> I should probably ask that one day. What is the Maui word for devil fruit?
1: Devil fruit. I don't know. Um, uh, you 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 could like write comparisons to it, <laughs> but like yeah, I could figure it out. My Maui is pretty 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 rusty anyway. I didn't take it through high school, so
2: okay, uh, We wanted to talk about the sins <laughs> of our past. <laughs> we, we we dodged it very nicely. Oh yeah, you guys. Tom already has told us his tragic backstory I've
1: exposed myself I'm gonna get
0: kicked (laughs) off GARCAST (laughs) the article's Uh, written about me mine's no better really
3: welcome to the final episode with Tom
0: (laughs) 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 well I guess I can continue because obviously like I said it was essentially me and a few friends giving each other shows to watch like recommending one of my friends um, was I think he still is um, really into, like, light novel shows. Like, the kind of typical light novel shows. Um, so he would always recommend them to us. So we would watch them, and eventually some friends, like, decided, nah, his recommendations are awful, so let's not listen to it. So I thought, I'll be nice, and I'll go watch whatever he recommends. So all of my, like, a load of my early stuff is really bad. Like, I obviously like Elf and Leed, Like, uh, well, I guess that's a manga, really. But, like, that kind of show. Mm-hmm. But then also, like... Uh, because that period was when the Science Magic Harem Academy kind of shows came in. So it was a lot of those. Ooh. Ooh. And it was like, hey, watch this. It was like, haven't I watched this? No, 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 I haven't. <laughs> I was like, okay. Oh, no,
1: this one has the other fetish.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <was> like, Okay. <laughs> well, I've got an hour. I can watch this. It's... No, but then also other shows, like the kind of typical entry level stuff was always recommended like death note and Coke gears that kind of stuff yeah and it wasn't until i got really into like watching youtube that i really found other shows so like, i wouldn't have got into things like jojo if it wasn't for um like getting youtube recommendations and that kind of thing well i like so, my a mm. lot of
1: my recommendations came from i signed up to hummingbird and i used it to sort of quite distantly for a while to keep track of the shows I was watching. And then I saw one day, oh, they have this thing, this chat. What's a Discord? Um so that was the end of twenty fifteen, I think, is when I signed up for Discord and through Hummingbird. It's sort of where I got to do stuff. And then of course I sort of found some YouTubers and watched the videos and they all have Discord things as well. So now mm. I more and more people. Met some cool people, yeah. Then there, was, then there was an anime Twitter. Everything's
0: crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Worst place on earth. Oh, some God, it's terrible. Say. Yeah.
1: <laughs> it's just awful. It's, it's only the birthplace of this podcast.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, actually, that probably... <laughs> yeah,
2: okay, it's uh, interesting how... Um... Uh, essentially anime leads itself to a, a community it's a, a sort of very nerdy thing uh, because you have to live off of recommendations and uh, just discussions because it is just so vast uh, to, to find your way through it because every season there's like t- the tons of shows and probably in the beginnings you, you don't know what to look for and stuff you probably just want to see like what are my friends watching what is this person watching that I follow um so a... yeah, I think this is how the same way I found like two one of my favorite shows that I didn't like at the beginning, Shock Horror, uh Killer Kill and uh Jojo's Bizarre Adventure. Like I am going to out myself here as well. I dropped Jojo's Bizarre Adventure after I think two or three episodes. Oh dear. Oh, yes. Dear. And, and then came back because everyone talked about <laughs> it. And Killer Kill as well, because I was taken aback by the fan service and it's like, no, this is not my kind of show. And uh I think I like, uh, past Elena what were you thinking you you dropped these two and uh, I I only got back because people talked about them positively and I thought okay I'm gonna give them another chance and now they are just in my top 10 of favorite shows
3: I've been thinking the entire past 10 minutes about what would I define as a sin of the past and I'm not quite sure (laughs) I think my taste was always flawless (laughs) (laughs) no I mean um the, the weirdest one is I think Dragon Ball Z for me because I've turned around on it so hard as I got older because it used to be my favorite show. It it was the favorite show of everyone I knew and mm-hmm. I mm. eventually just came to realize like this is kind of shit, <laughs> <laughs> this is not great. Um, Mm, Uh, I've had
2: that for um, uh, as we were talking back then you could find uh, anime on YouTube Um, I watched an OVA that had just stumbled upon it and I don't know why Um, Bokusenshi Tenshi Dokuro-chan the bludgeoning angel (laughs) Dokuro-chan
0: there was probably
2: a lot of hype around it back then, the problem is I remember sitting on my laptop and laughing my ass off because I thought it was absolutely funny um, because th- probably it was my, my first uh, exposure to meta jokes and sort of anime making fun about, about itself. And I remember uh, really liking the first OVA, the second one, wow, not so much. And then I rewatched that just probably like a few weeks ago and I just sat stone-faced in front of my PC going, my God, this is awful. This is terrible. This is absolutely <laughs> not funny. What is this? What am I watching? Uh, And I only made it through episode one. And I think to myself, how? Why? (laughs) How did this happen? Like, yeah, this would be probably my sin of the past. Like, you can see just how taste evolves, really. Uh That uh, I found this so super funny. And now I just think now this is just a standard meta joke. Like, ooh. Oh, Uh, yeah. This is like a romance anime.
1: (laughs) The the day Uh, anime starts making meta jokes about meta jokes, that's when they'll be funny again. Uh, But until (laughs) then, uh, it's a a trope at this point in in anime. Yes.
3: I also remember uh, Helsing catering really strongly to the edgy 16 year old in me. (laughs) Well, that's what (laughs) fought out short online
1: and catered really hard to the uh, edgy 14 year old in me. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs>
3: <laughs> I used to be a terrible edge lord. I like to forget about that. Oh, you—that's <laughs> part of being a
1: teenager. though, was being a shitty edge lord. Yeah, I guess.
2: <laughs> yeah, I don't know how, but I somehow found my way around Elfen Lied and Helsing during my teenage years. Um, but they, they sort of always lingered in the back of my head, sort of. Yeah, I should watch that. No, wait, I saw. No, 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 it gets more complicated. Uh, where I saw did, where the... did
3: everyone in the German community catch Elven Because I never saw that anywhere. But it seems yes, to be I... popular here.
2: I think just because of the German name. I think because the Elven quite simply means Elven Song. Uh, and you see a, an anime with a German name, and you probably say, oh, I should, should watch that. Uh, we also have a complete, like, the Collector's Edition manga release, and I don't know why. That, like, it sort of is, like, super popular over here. And, like, yeah, I saw, I think, like, the first one, the, the first episode, and thought, like, yeah, this is violence, good. I don't I don't know why I watched, the, the, didn't watch the rest of it. Uh, I think Helsing, I saw, like, the first three OVAs, because I think that was everything that was released, and liked them. And then I did the mistake of watching Elfenleed and, and Helsing, uh, like, a few months ago. Ah, mm. <clears throat> didn't like them at all. Just, uh, it's painful. But uh, I forced myself through them. I said, I'm going to watch them both from beginning to end. And it was dreadful. The, like, you can feel the edginess that, like, coming at you. Oh. Like, yeah. all, all of it. Well, like, was and it, it hits you in the face. The original
3: Helsing or the oh, no, um, ultimate. The ultimate.
2: The ultimate. Um, well, that one's missed, supposed to
3: be a bit better, but oh no <laughs> it doesn't work help <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah I, I noticed uh, like a few things that I would probably have, would have glanced over where I would have been a teenager like uh, at lead, everybody remembers the like very violent and awful things that happen but there's just a lot of sitting around and talking about nothing for yeah, a lot of episodes
3: that sounds familiar that sounds a lot like uh, Gantz, for me because it was also like ultra-violence that I caught for the first time in guns Mm. in the first episode. But then you watch the rest of it and it's like so slow-paced and people are just standing around thinking what they should do next. But I don't know. I guess the violence was enough to draw me in back then. Doesn't work today. Mm
0: -hmm. (laughs) But I guess that's kind of the same with um, Attack on Titan, especially if you consider, like, at least with Naruto, it's, like, magic. So, uh, where Attack on Titan had that almost realism of it being, like, blade on skin and things being ripped apart. So that was kind of like... I mean, I guess I would have been 16 when that came out, or 15, I can't remember. What year was it it came out? 2013? Naruto. Or Attack on Titan. Attack on Titan. Oh, yeah. Attack on Titan. Yeah, so it must have been probably, like... Yeah, it was the 2013. Yeah, so there was definitely that kind of, like, oh, God, this is really edgy and really violent. <laughs> this is pretty cool. Um, so I guess it, all of us have had that, that, that appeal.
3: <laughs> well, it's a completely new world once you realize you can have a cartoon with violence in yeah. it. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: Okay, I think in, uh, in Take on Titan's case, I think it was just that it was bombastic. Mm. Um, like it, it, the oh. the presentation of it was just splendid. I remember watching it, it just... and it was
1: um, started late one night, and I binged from like the first until the twentieth episode, until I fell asleep, because it it ends like every episode on something of a cliffhanger, and one run through mm-hmm. that's great, you want to yeah. see more, but I- attempting to go back at all, it's tedious. Because you know what's going to happen, but the episode finishes itself in a weird place to try and draw you to the next one. It sort of comes off of mm-hmm. the cross as feeling a little bit inconfident in its writing <laughs> to make you come back normally.
3: <laughs> I'm but... very curious how I'm going to feel about Attack on Titan Season 2, because it's been four years and yes. I well, think like... my, my taste changed a bit, so... It's really? gonna be real interesting. I know so like
1: skin. sorry.
0: No, go ahead. Sorry,
1: right, like, go ahead. So a lot of people that I know that watched Attack on Titan either watched it and moved on because there was no season two for them. Or they did get into anime, they're past the point where they wanna watch more Attack on Titan. So it's it's mm. it's taken probably a little too long. <laughs> to come out to be oh, yeah, quite yeah. as much of a smash hit as it was it's in the West.
0: Been really badly marketed.
1: Yeah, yeah. But, but I know I know a couple there. of friends. I was like, "Hey, there's a second season that's coming out uh, next season of the anime," and they're like, "Oh yeah, I might might check it out," because they have decently fond memories of the first season. So yeah,
3: the second one's gonna have some good moments. At least the the, the Titan wrestling match is gonna be cool. <laughs>
2: I, I don't know anything about the season two. I just yeah, uh, thought, okay, I'm going to uh, just go in
0: completely blind. I barely remember anything of the manga, really.
3: Uh, I've read a bit I of the manga, the, but I remember I... the
0: big um, hairy titan that was pretty cool. Yeah, but I don't remember very much else. I know there's like quite a few twists, but the details of them I can't remember at all.
3: Well, a lot of the later stuff just switches into human. Politics and <laughs> infighting and shit like that, mm. and I'm not sure if that's what I want to get out of Attack on Titan.
0: No, not really.
3: But yeah, we'll I, see.
2: I just would, but I, I'll, I'll come for the the hype and the soundtrack and for, for all of the animation because oh, it yeah. just looked really good.
3: I was also recently informed that the basements, the twist, the huge mystery around that was revealed in the manga recently and apparently yeah, do,
1: do, it's worth it no not on the podcast I'm not, <laughs> I'm, not
3: gonna, I'm not gonna spoil it but it's just people said that it's worth it and that's kind of a miracle
0: oh right okay oh it's good, okay. oh, it's... <laughs> <So> <laughs> it's good I've heard that like I dropped the manga ages ago but I heard that it really dropped in like even if you enjoy the series like the quality had really dropped but it's promising to hear that at least it's worth it so I guess I'll, I might get back into it, but I heard that it had dropped considerably, even by people I know who like it. So I know there was a lot of like disdain for it because the guy who writes it like changed the ending because it got popular, and people were like, okay, yeah, fair yeah, enough. It, it <laughs> was
3: supposed to only run for like 20 volu- volumes or something.
0: Yeah, and everyone was going to die at the end, and then oh. he realised it was popular. And I was like, oh, well, I can't do that. <laughs> so, Not while well, I can milk so the shit. Yeah, I can
3: <laughs> it's the same with other long running shonen manga. manga.
2: That's probably my favorite being One Piece again there. Because uh I remember reading um that he said he wanted One Piece to run I think something like five years at maximum. And so he outlined outlined the complete story already. Uh, so we will find like in very early artwork already, like Boa Hancock and different characters like standing in the back, um, but then had so many ideas and was so successful. But uh, he said it was more like that he was getting more and more ideas so that he put islands between things and just everything spanned out so far <laughs> that he said, oh, oops, now it's running for how long? Like 20 years? It's 20, 20 years. years. It's like 20 years. Hmm. Like, yeah so but but, but I like this that he already has everything in place, and it just has gotten bigger, so like if you are reading one piece, you really notice like this is a very concise like tightly knit story, just because it already was in place and just got bigger, so it was not like he had to make up more things.
3: well, one piece mm. has the advantage that it's kind of built for that, yeah you yes. c- you can always go to a new island and have a new adventure. that's the entire thing. But I guess the key advice here is if you're writing a story, plan out the entire thing.
0: Yeah.
1: Yes. Well. Yeah. Going back to the days where I used to read a lot of sort of amateur authors online, be it fan fiction or original works, and so so many of them you go back and they never finished because they had no clear outline. They just wanted to do their their edgy little sort of self insert fantasy story yeah and Mm -hmm. so so that runs for however long it runs and it either gets really aimless and everyone stops reading it or they just stop it (laughs) because they don't know where they're Mm -hmm. going and they don't have any motivation to do it so it's it's very rare that you do find one that's gone on for a long time and while it might still be dragging they still have motivation to finish it and they're you know they're all right stories (laughs) But yeah, <laughs> having a concise end goal does help your your plot a lot.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm.
3: it seems so obvious, but so many writers miss the mark.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That that weird that weird thing about ending a story.
3: Mm. I sure hope Miura has an ending for Berserk planned.
1: <laughs> Berserk will end with Miura's death, in which he releases a will. That's just a picture of guts flipping everyone off. Yeah.
3: <laughs> well, he just needs to just to write down some notes on a piece of paper and put it somewhere where someone can find it after his death.
1: <laughs> Initiate a one piece style treasure hunt for the end of Berserk.
0: <laughs> well, it's the same with um, what's his name, Tagashi, um, the hunt hunter guy that like
3: oh, that will probably
0: end with his death. But then he. Like, from what I've heard, his work schedule during like Yu Yu Hakusho was insane, like, kind of odor level, and, like, only Oda can deal with an Oda level kind of work schedule, <laughs> and I think that just destroyed him, and it comes to him trying to write another, I mean, I don't know, how, how long was the original manga for Yu Yu, Yu Hakusho? That, yeah, well, it was a monster probably... of a thing. Yeah, like, I think Hunt Hunter might actually be longer than that was now, and I don't, from what I hear from people who read it, like it's nowhere near ending yet. So, Or <laughs> well, they can like, do a
1: bleach and just end it whenever.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just, hey, 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 Kuba, can you end it soon, please? Oh, <laughs> like, me, oh yeah, sure. Kuba only wanted to end it like yeah, 10 Kuba, years we... prior. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, okay, let me do this final arc.
3: <laughs> I feel like... It's
0: like... Yeah, we asked you three years ago, could you end it? It's like, oh, yeah,
3: sure. Oda has probably ruined other manga writers' lives. What's because it? the editorial of Shonen Jump is probably just like, well, this is the most successful manga and the author can churn out the chapter every <laughs> week consistently, so everyone else should be able to do it, right? Except they're not.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> it's <was> like Naraki <laughs> stepped down
3: <laughs> to monthly
1: with, from Steel Ball Run, which you can really tell because Stone Ocean, while the quality of the art stays the same, he does get a bit lost at times and that's mm. and then of course he's told to wrap it up a bit quickly so then stone oceans endings infamously kind of awkward and then so yeah that's when his like george joe novels should have show where he really wanted to go with that and just how <laughs> insanely convoluted that is
0: but then like you've got like george morikawa who's been writing hajime no Ippo for like Eleven hundred oh, chapters. Man. Oh yeah. <laughs> that guy is like <laughs> that guy's insane. Like I don't know if that is still like on a weekly basis, but Jesus.
3: okay, but what's Mura's excuse? Then he's on a monthly schedule anyway. Oh
0: it's, it's idolmaster,
3: isn't it? Oh it's Idolmaster, yeah. <laughs>
0: You know, it's just that the
1: new Idolmaster game releases, so you delay your comic, but then you play the new Idolmaster <laughs> game for so long the Idol Master game comes out, so you, you gotta delay playing that Idolmaster game to play this new one and you know.
3: How do you even play Idolmaster? <laughs> I don't for six know. Months? I don't I guess it's a rhythm game.
1: I guess I don't care. <laughs> Sorry, I, I, I used Idolmaster
3: <laughs> no, <Chris>. not sorry, <laughs> fuck all of you. <laughs> I, I yeah, used it's... I used to defend Mira a bit because I thought the entire Idolmaster thing was just a meme. No, uh, no, but the most recent hiatus he's gone on is like at exactly the same time the new Idolmaster game releases, so it's like hmm Maybe suspicious. not very suspicious. <laughs>
1: Like new, new. Oh, you will release a new manga soon, and it'll just be idol girls, but like with really solid, weird, dark artwork. <laughs>
3: <laughs> That's fine as long as he ends Berserk before it.
1: Yeah, sure. <laughs> Everyone uh, gets back on the boat, and it sinks. The end.
3: Well, they they need to get back to Griffith, right? Wait, what? <laughs> if, <laughs> well, they need to. I, um, they need to get back behind, on the boat. Oh god, no. Well, think about it. How do they get back?
1: They, they, they need to get on a boat again. <laughs> Gr- Griffith rises out oh. of the ocean. <laughs> oh, yeah, spoilers for anyone reading
0: Berserk. There's a boat. <laughs> it's been a meme for like 10 years. Yeah.
2: <laughs>
3: the worst thing about the boat is that if you read it, it just. If you have if you read it now when you have all the chapters it's not even that bad. Yeah. But waiting for it to be over must have been torture for a lot of the fans.
2: Yes. I remember like um if we talk about crazy worth at work ethics uh good fukumoto. Oh, yeah. Like, f- it, he has like two long running series like Kaiji and Akagi which have both been running for like over twenty five years,
1: and all his other and, series uh, in
2: between, and yeah. all his other things that he has done in between, like Kurosawa and like really good stuff. It's not like like the other ones would yeah. be inferior. Uh, he even uh, what I find interesting is that he pauses, um, like simply uh, for example, Kaiji gets paused for for like one year or two years or something, and he just splits him up into paths, basically like like JoJo, like every mm. part is a self contained story. um Okay, but the the last ones are like very much linked. But I find it interesting that he says, okay, I have this long-running series, I'm going to pause that for a bit, make something that's a little bit smaller, then go to my other super-long-running series that I have. But then he'll, he'll I... draw
1: from that short series he's done into the next one. Because like he drew mm-hmm. from like one into some of Kaiji, didn't he? Or am I imagining things?
2: Um, I have not read Kaiji. I've read like you, one like, like you mean that uh that he gets ideas yeah. from different series for. Us? Uh, yeah, if you read um Gintokin, like The Silver and Gold, um you will find that the protagonist Morita is basically proto Kaiji. Um and uh, you can find a lot of ideas that sort of develop and you can see him by experimenting with it. And famously Gintukin apparently has a very um like abrupt ending. Uh, I still haven't seen it, but because I think the last volume is not translated right now. Um, but I can see that, that. I cannot see this story wrapping up in, in one volume. Because there's like one gigantic arc that is so good. And you think, okay, this is where the series would end. No, there's this, an additional volume. And then Gintukin ends. And then if you look at the dates, Kaiji starts, I think like something like three weeks later. Or something. I, I oh, can right. imagine that he had Gintukin, want to do something else, and said, nah, I'm going to drop this and started Kaiji. I how can old more is, than imagine um, that.
0: How old is Gintokin? Now. Ooh, How
2: old is that? Well, well it got a, a TV adaptation, which is pretty nifty. Which live live action, console. I'm guessing. Yeah, a, a live action, which is not <laughs> apparently not too bad. The Japs like their live <laughs> yeah.
1: action for Gamata.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: we don't, but
2: they do. <laughs>
1: <laughs> got to keep those Japanese health wives entertained somehow. Yeah. Like the um, uh,
2: Gintoki ran from uh 1992 to 1996.
0: Oh, it's really awesome. Cuz I was thinking mm-hmm. like cause obviously he's got Shin Kurosawa as well cuz of the end of Kurosawa and now Shin Kurosawa is out. Mm-hmm. So like he may eventually when he's done go like all oh, right, here's uh Shin Gintoki and then
2: yeah, that is a possibility, because um, I follow the, the Gensuken official Twitter on, uh, like, well, Twitter yeah. um, and they said that if the, uh, when the TV series ends, that they're going to have a big announcement. Pachinko. I don't know oh, what right, the right. big announcement but is. It's Pachinko. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, we Pachinko. It's a Pachinko. a <laughs> like, uh, no, guess... stage play. <laughs> <laughs> like,
2: my guess is that either it's going to be a continuation of the manga, but mm. the biggest guess is that this arc that is just magnificent is going to be turned into a movie uh, because that could easily be a standalone film. Well, it's going because to be turned
3: did... into a pachinko machine.
2: No! <laughs> please not! <laughs> Enough pachinko <machines>. <laughs> <laughs> Like uh, For the audience, like uh, Kaiji has uh, two seasons that is very good, but season three only exists as a pachinko cutscene, but complete with like Madhouse animation and the complete voice cast and everything, it looks good, really. But it's a pachinko machine. Like uh, pachinko cutscenes are not a, a, a thing that I want. Well, it's like Please it's like, like how um, there's
1: that complete recut of the Macross OP, the original one, with made up to look. I, it probably doesn't look nicer because a lot of the stuff's CG, but it looks prettier. Um, and that's all just for a p- pachinko machine.
2: <laughs>
3: Mm. Damn it. They, they could just recut and release all the pachinko stuff for the west at least because we don't have pachinko anyway and then they may as well use it for something else
2: yeah this just print that on a dvd or blu-ray y- even if yeah, it's just like, like a quarter of an hour just one hour of cutscenes, just i'll take it
3: like there's so, so much stuff like the fucking uh, Metal Gear Solid 3 uh redone in the Fox engine theme. Oh yeah. It's just a pachinko machine. That is a thing? <laughs> yeah. What?
0: Wow. But I think what that speaks to the most is that that I think something that anyone outside Japan will never actually get is that what we enjoy is only a part of it. Like they have these pachinko machines, they have cafes. Like wasn't that Pantheon Stocking <laughs> announcement like a cafe that was coming, that was being oh, yeah. brought out True. or something. Yeah. So like I think if you're in Japan and you're a big fan of these, like when they announce, oh hey, this pachinko machine is based on this series you like, it's like, oh cool, I'll go and I'll play this pachinko. But like for us it's like okay. Yeah. That's not for us, not for us though. But <laughs> So it's just such this bigger thing that like we won't we won't be able to experience because we are so we are outside. It's not something we can get on a torrent. It's not something you can not get a cafe off. Yeah. Kiss anime. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: that is a thing because it's a physical thing. It's not something that yeah. can be shared. So it's it's like just part hall. of this
0: culture, really. That I think I remember Joe from Paws and Select saying that. He disagreed with Digiobro's video on what is anime something because there is all this extra stuff. They call this all this other stuff anime because it's all part of the same thing.
1: Hmm, yeah. Yeah. Well, one day anime will finally be destroyed and we'll just have (laughs) Pachinko. Hopefully. I'm
2: looking at you, Konami. God
1: bless (laughs) you, Konami. Doing God's work. You just destroyed Yu-Gi-Oh. You're doing great work.
3: <laughs> well, they're working on Bomberman. I mean, destroying Bomberman.
1: Oh, Bombergo? No. <laughs> but what about the waifus, Boris?
3: <laughs> oh, the waifus. waifus. Oh, damn. Okay, so we got here from um, manga artist work schedules. Yeah, <laughs> I think that's a pretty good Tink, time to no. write. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Like have have you guys seen that one picture where an anonymous uh, manga artist posted his schedule?
0: No, I haven't
3: actually. Um, I'm gonna share this in the chat. But basically, everything's like
2: put it on screen.
3: uh, Marked with colors, and essentially he has like three hours of free time per week.
1: Oh, I think I may have seen this. Then it sounds familiar at least.
3: Basically, everything else is just working on the manga. Oh, and he has meal breaks, I guess that's a thing.
1: Or meetings.
3: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so basically, yeah, I think Oda has killed at least one manga artist indirectly.
2: Yeah, I remember thing, Um, because One Piece is just immensely popular in uh, Germany, we have all these additional... Um, like, uh, extra books that he has put out with background information, even stuff where he draws his own apartment and shows uh, how things work, like these one-piece red, blue, deep red, uh, green, yellow, we have all of these. And I remember saying that uh, Oda has four assistants, and then I remember reading in a different book about Naruto that um, uh, that the Naruto mangaka has ten assistants, so basically, yeah, we can see Oda needs four additional people while others need ten additional people to meet the schedule. Oda's not
1: human, though.
3: <laughs> How does he nope. do it? He's like a fucking Rohan. <laughs>
1: <laughs> He'll go insane one day. That's.
0: Yeah.
2: I hope the same that, uh, as you all said, that he has somewhere safe where the whole script is inside. (laughs) So it's just, if something happens to him, we have at least an ending to One Piece.
1: Yeah, it's
3: just a piece of paper that says the real One Piece is the friends we made along the way.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It's a treasure. The end. (laughs) Uh, I think that
3: about wraps it up.
0: Probably. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Do you want to wrap up then?
3: Sure, why not? (laughs) This was the second filler arc of the Garcast. Yeah. Hope you at, enjoyed we're it.
0: We're good at rambling. Like. <laughs> the, the
3: real Garkas
1: was the friends who made along the way yada yada yada.
2: Okay. See this episode as an additional little island put in <laughs> the bigger <laughs> islands.
3: We're going to have to write the ending of Garcast down on a piece of paper somewhere. <laughs>
1: Can put it in my new disc. Oh yeah, um, yeah! Announcement news from Garcast. I'm off the floor. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah! <laughs> Yay! Yeah. I'm a little new bit new announcement less Gar- in my
3: life. Garcast is going on hiatus for Idle Master playing.
2: <laughs> Expect uh, a new. Gar Let's Play, which just would be all four of, of us playing Idle Master. <laughs> <laughs> four hours on end. Uh,
1: competitive Idle Master esports. You'll catch us at the next Evo. Trust, you know.
2: Daily episodes, daily streams. <laughs> is, all Idle Master.
3: Is that a thing?
2: I don't are there know
1: people I that, that stream daily, yeah. It's their job.
3: No, I mean competitive Idle Master. Oh, anything can be
1: competitive, Boris. Yeah, you clearly you really have interest into gaming. <laughs> you know, they let anything be competitive these days. They let a uh, Street Fighter V be at Evo. That's it's pretty crazy.
3: Hmm. That's a hot take.
1: It's a hot take. Anyway, let's end this before we say more stupid stuff.
3: <laughs> yeah, we're Too at late. exactly an hour. We just hit it like three seconds ago. It's perfect. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that That's accounting for uh, no editing. From when the
2: <laughs> pauses. Oh, uh, yes.
1: Ah, shit. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, don't, don't tell her about secrets.
1: <laughs> Fucking exposed. We edit our podcast.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, no.
1: Yeah. Uh, so, back to the comments I made about oddly aimless authors. Uh,
3: check this out. Thanks for joining us. (laughs) 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 Oh, that's a meta joke. It's a meta joke.
1: can write my own anime next. (laughs) Someone please end this. I'm running out of time.
2: (laughs) uh, I would say uh, it's your new light novel. My microwave can't be this aesthetic. (laughs) (laughs) At the end,
1: do I... Do I
2: fuck the microwave? <laughs> oh, that's, that's the real question. Just, you just
0: marry it, and then... The, the, it's it's so implied. It's implied. Well, <laughs> you... I keep it PG-13. Oh, you're just yeah, part
3: of the microwave's teenagers. harem. I mean, uh, it'll flash
1: forward in time, and the microwave and I will have children. <laughs> so that that's, that's the implication, I guess.
0: Oh, God, I... I hope people get this joke. Oh <laughs> <laughs> this, isn't, this reference isn't livestock people. I'm going to link
2: that in the description. <laughs> you just She's flash a picture up of me on screen
1: posing with the microwave. <laughs> we Will
2: do. Okay. Yeah, so this has been the filler episode uh, of Garcast or our humble beginnings. How did we get here? So uh, this has been uh, Alistair.
3: <laughs> Bye-bye.
2: <laughs> Boris. Bye. Tom. help oh. <laughs> <laughs> And me, Eleanor. So uh, have a good day, everyone. <laughs> Bye-bye.